0: Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the Biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10.17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken word of God, it is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4:12. The word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures, and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we begin a new Torah portion, Pinchas. Numbers twenty-five, ten to eighteen. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying. Pinchas son of Eleazar son of Aaron the Cohen, has turned back my wrath from the Israelites by displaying among them his passion for me, so that I did not wipe out B'nai Israel in my passion. Say therefore, I grant him my pact of friendship. It shall be for him and his descendants after him a pact of priesthood for all time, because he took impassioned action for his God thus making expiation for the Israelites. The name of the Israelite who was killed, the one who was killed with the Midianite woman, was Zimri son of Sahu, chieftain of a Simeonite ancestral house. The name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, daughter of Zer. He was the tribal head of an ancestral house in Midian. Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, assail the Midianites and defeat them, for they assailed you by the trickery they practised against you, because of the affair of Peor, and because of the affair of their kinswoman Cosby, the daughter of the Midianite chieftain, who was killed at the time of the plague, on account of Peor. First Chronicles twenty four one to twenty six eleven. The divisions of the Aaronites were the sons of Aaron: Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Itamar. Nadab and Abihu died in the lifetime of their father, and they had no children, so Eleazar and Itamar served as Kohanim. David, Zadok of the sons of Eleazar and Ahimelech of the sons of Itamar divided them into offices by their tasks. The sons of Eleazar turned out to be more numerous by male heads than the sons of Itamar, so they divided the sons of Eleazar into sixteen chiefs of clans and the sons of Itamar into eight clans. They divided them by lot, both on an equal footing, since they were all sanctuary officers and officers of Hashem, the sons of Eleazar and the sons of Itamar. Shemaiah son of Nathanael, The scribe, who was of the Leviim, registered them under the eye of the king, the officers, and Zadok, the Kohen, and Ahimelech, son of Yartar, and the chiefs of clans of the Kohanim and the Leviim. One clan more taken for Eleazar, for each one taken of Itamar. The first lot fell on Jehoiarib, the second on Jediah, the third on Harim, the fourth on Sorim, the fifth on Melchicha, the sixth on Mijameem, the seventh on Hakaz, the eighth on Aviyah, the ninth on Yeshua, the tenth on Shananya the eleventh on El Yashiv, the twelfth on Jochim, the thirteenth on Hupa, the fourteenth on Jeshabiab, the fifteenth on Bilgah, the sixteenth on Immer, the seventeenth on Hezer, the eighteenth on Hapizaz, the nineteenth on the 20th on Jehezkel, the 21st on Jacob the 22nd on Gamul, the 23rd on Deliah, the 24th on Muziah. According to this allocation of offices by tasks, they were to enter the house of Hashem, as was laid down for them by Aaron, their father, as God of Israel had commanded them. The remaining Leviim, the sons of Amram, Shubael, the sons of Shubael, Jediah, Rehabiah, the sons of Rehabiah, Ishia, the chief, Israelites, Shelomat, the sons of Shelomat, Jahath, and Benai, Jariah, the second, Amariah, the third, Yakaziel, the fourth, Jechamim, the sons of Uziel, Micah, the sons of Micah, Shamir, the brother of Micah, Ishia, the sons of Ishiah, Zakaria, the sons of Merari, Mali and Mushi, the sons of Josiah, his son, the sons of Merari by Josiah, his son, Shoham, Zakur and Ibri, Mali, Eleazar, he had no sons, Kish, the sons of Kish, Jeremiel, the sons of Mushi, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth, these were the sons of the Leviim by their clans, these, two cast lots corresponding to their kinsmen, the sons of Aaron under the eye of King David, and Zadok, and the Himelech and the chiefs of the clans of the Kohanim and Leviim, on the principle of chief and youngest brother alike. David and the officers of the army set apart for service the sons of Asaph, of Haman, and of Jedutun, who prophesied to the accompaniment of lyres, harps, and cymbals, the list of men who performed this work according to their service was Sons of Asaph, Zakur, Yosef, Nathaniah, and asarela the sons of Asaph under the charge of Asaph who prophesied by order of the king. Jedatun, the sons of Jedutun, Gadalia, Zeri, Jeshiah, Hashabiah, Mattatiah, six, under the charge of their father, Jedatun, who accompanied on the harp, prophesied, praising, and extolling HaShem. Haman, the sons of Haman, Bukaya, Madaniah, Uziel, Shebuel, Jeremiah, Hanania, Hanani, Eliatha, Gedalti, Ramanti Ezer, Joshbek, Kasha, Malothi, Hother, and Mahazioth. All these were the sons of Haman, the seer of the king, who uttered prophecies of HaShem for his greater glory. HaShem gave Haman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these were under the charge of their father for the singing in the house of HaShem to the accompaniment of cymbals, harps, and lyres for the service of the house of HaShem by order of the king. Asaph, Jedetan, and Haman, their total number, with their kinsmen, trained singers of HaShem, all the masters, 288. They cast lots for shifts on the principle of small and great alike, like master, like apprentice. The first lot fell to Asaph, to Joseph, the second to Gedaliah, he and his brothers and his sons, 12, the third to Zakur, his sons and his brothers, 12. The fourth to Israel, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The sixth to Bukiah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The seventh to Jezarela, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The eighth to Jeshiah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The ninth to Madaniah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The tenth to Shimi his sons and his brothers 12 the 11th to azarel his sons and his brothers 12 the 12th to Hashabiah, his sons and his brothers 12 the 13th to shebael his sons and his brothers 12 the 14th to Madadiah, his sons and his brothers 12 the 15th to jeremoth his sons and his brothers 12 the 16th to hananiah his sons and his brothers 12 The seventeenth to Jashbahadzah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The eighteenth to Hanani, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The nineteenth to Malothai, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The twentieth to Eliatha, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The twenty-first to Hothur, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The twenty-second to Gedalti, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The twenty-third to Mehazioth, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The twenty-fourth to Ezer, his sons and his brothers, twelve. The Divisions of the Gatekeepers Korathites Meshalamiah, son of Kor, of the sons of Asaph. Sons of Meshalamiah, Zechariah, the firstborn, Jeddiel, the second, Zebediah, the third, Jathneel, the fourth, Elam, the fifth, Jehokan the sixth, Elihoni the seventh, sons of Obed-Edom, Shemaiah, the firstborn, Jehozabad, the second, Joah, the third, Sichar the fourth, Nethanel, the fifth, Amiel, the sixth, Issachar, the seventh, Pelothai, the eighth, for Hashem had blessed him. To his son Shemaiah were born sons who exercised authority in their clans because they were men of substance. The sons of Shemiah, Othni, Raphael, Ovid, Elzabad, his brothers, men of ability, were Elihu and Semachiah. All these, sons of Obed-Edom, they and their sons and brothers, strong and able men for the service, sixty-two of Obed-Edom. Meshalemiah had sons and brothers, able men. 18. Osa of the Merorites had sons. Shimri the chief, he was not the firstborn, but his father designated him chief. Chilkiyahu the second, Tebaliah the third, Zakaria the fourth, all sons and brothers of Hosa thirteen. ROMANS four one to twelve. What shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh has found. For if Abraham were justified by works, he has whereof to glory, but not before God. For what says the Scriptures, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that works not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describes the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputes righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Comes this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned, when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the Father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had yet being, yet uncircumcised. Psalm 13, 1-6 How long will you forget me, O Lord, forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God, lighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death, lest my enemy say, I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing unto the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. Proverbs 19:15 and 16 Slothfulness casts into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. He that keeps the commandment keeps his own soul, but he that despises his ways shall die. I'd like to speak to you today from our reading from 1 Chronicles chapter 25. And in this chapter it enumerates the 24 groups of people that were part of the temple worship services. A total of 288 people, 12 in each group, and a total of 24 groups. Now what's Something that we need to note about this is that the temple worship during the time of King David was 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It was continuous worship. Remember that everything on the earth is a pattern and a shadow pointing us to the heavenly. And of course, in heaven, there is 24-7 worship going on. So we have 24-7 worship and the modern-day movement of Houses of Prayer, which started in the mid-90s with the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And now there are Houses of Prayer, Harp and Bowl worship, all over the world. There are four or five of them in Jerusalem alone. And Sukkot Halal is one of them, and there's another one in a big tower building. 24-7 worship. And how they're organized is they have teams that come in and do a two or a three hour worship set. And at the end of their two hour worship set, then the next team comes in. And it's a constant um, infilling of a fresh team coming in after a period of time, a couple of hours. And they come in from all over the world in Jerusalem. And so this is a pattern that was first laid out for us here in the scriptures, in First Chronicles. So, I want to read to you in chapter 25, verse 8, it says, They cast lots for shifts on the principle of small and great alike, like master, like apprentice. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows, The Leviim are to sing and prepare the sacrifices in the Beit HaMikdash in Jerusalem. Just as the Kohanim who actually perform the sacrificial order are divided into 24 separate groups and then ordered by lot, so too the Leviim who sing praises of God as accompaniment to the sacrifices are also divided into 24 groups and ordered by lot. The sages enumerate the particular psalms the Leviim would sing each day while the daily sacrifices were offered. As a remembrance of this recitation of by the Leviim, Jews recite these same psalms, referred to as the song of the day, at the conclusion of the morning prayers. The sages further teach that anyone who mentions these verses on the proper day is considered as having built a new altar and offered a sacrifice on it. So what we see are two twin parallel Tracks going on here. 24 divisions of the Levi'im that were doing the daily sacrifices and temple service. And 24 divisions or groups of the Levi'im that are part of the worship service. So here's a picture I want to paint for you. Twice a day there was the daily Tamid lamb sacrifice at 9 a.m. in the morning and at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And this took place in the temple. They would get up very early in the morning and select a perfect lamb without spot and without blemish. And the priest would also keep the fire on the altar burning at all times and not allow the fire to go out. And then at the appropriate time, that lamb was slaughtered mercifully, and the lamb was placed upon the altar where it was burned. And this was twice a day, and this was to be eternal, forever, never-ending. Of course, Yeshua, when he died upon the cross, he became the daily tamid lamb offering for all time. He literally was the lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. But this daily tamid lamb offering is a picture pointing us to Yeshua. And this was what was designated for the priests to do. So we have the one set of priests that were in charge of this daily tummy lamb offering. And then when the pile of ashes from this offering got too large, then they would take those ashes outside of the city gate to a clean place outside. And what was that clean place? the Mount of Olives. The ashes were brought to the Mount of Olives, the very place where Yeshua was crucified. And so while this temple service was going on, at the same time, if you were there as a guest, uh, an observer, or even a, a participant, this is all in the outer courtyard of the temple. While the sacrifice was going on, you have this tremendous praise and worship service happening with the silver trumpets sounding, with harps and lyres, with singing, with the sound of the psalms being sung, singing them, not just reading them, but singing the psalms. The psalms was the choir book for, for worship. And so high praise and worship was going on during this time of the daily sacrifice in the morning and in the evening now recall when yeshua was crucified on that day at 9 a.m in the morning he was literally being nailed to the cross that's when the nails were going into his hands and feet and at 3 p.m in the afternoon when he said father father why have you forsaken me and then shortly thereafter He gave up his spirit and um, he died. That happened at 3 p.m., at the precise time that the daily tamid lamb offering was being slaughtered in the temple. So he fulfills this daily tamid lamb offering in every detail. So, one day this is going to be reinstituted. The daily tamid lamb offering the temple sacrifice, the temple service will be re- restored. Not that it takes away at all from the once and for all sacrifice that Yeshua made on the cross, but it is something that points us to him. Now, I've had the honor and the privilege of visiting a synagogue in Jerusalem. And I've also visited a synagogue in Nashville, Tennessee, by invitation of some Jewish friends. And I was just amazed at the beauty of the service in Jerusalem. Because what I heard and experienced was that the cantor leads out with song and begins to sing this haunting, melodious Middle Eastern tune In Hebrew, of course. And then all the people in the synagogue chime in. And they're singing a cappella with no instruments. And they are literally singing scriptures. They're singing the word of God. They're singing the Psalms. And it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful, to sing the word of God, to sing the scriptures. Even though I don't know Hebrew and I didn't understand what they were singing. I looked at the little service book and I could see that, oh, they're reading this particular song. This psalm is what they're singing. And it was just beautiful. And so this is a little kind of a hint and a taste of what it might have been like when they had a temple and they had temple service. So one day... We're going to see things like this restored. In Ezekiel chapter 43, 44, 45, it talks about a third temple. And temple services will be restored. In the meantime, may we cherish the Word of God and may we experience something of the worship of singing. The scriptures singing the word of God. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai do na na Adonai vikunneka is vayase Lekha, lekha, shalom. The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.